Welcome to the Seven Figure Girls Podcast, where we live, laugh, learn, and embrace the wisdom of everyday women doing extraordinary things. I'm your host, Katrina the Hurricane. Let's get ready to learn, grow, and crown. Welcome to the Seven Figure Girl Podcast. This is going to be a little bit of a different episode because I wanted to kind of discuss this past week. Past couple of weeks has been interesting. And I want to discuss how it is to have COVID-19 while surviving in Texas with what has been, I think, the worst winter storm of the century thus far for the state of Texas. So first, I want to go back a couple of months, actually. Um, As you know, we have been in a global pandemic dealing with COVID really since about four years now. So last February, last March of 2020. And we have all been on quarantine and quarantine has been hard and difficult for everyone. I mean, everyone all over the planet. Um, It was... It was disappointing to me because um, 2020 was the year my son graduated from high school and he didn't get to experience all of those senior year activities such as prom and graduation and things like that. But it was, it's, it, the, the year still went on, right? Things still happened. He did graduate, he went on to college. And so um, he really didn't work during the pandemic, but come oct- like October, November, he, he got a job. He wants to get a job. And so he became a waiter at a restaurant. And in early December, he contracted COVID-19. And he had, you know, the symptoms of headaches, body aches, vomiting, like digestive issues, lost his sense of smell. Um, He was lethargic, very fatigued, um, all those things. And so, you know, his um, employer said he couldn't return to work until he had a negative test result. And so he did not have negative test results until February 5th exactly two months after he got diagnosed with COVID. And so all of that time, I had been able to keep myself negative. Um, We would go back and regularly get tested because I wanted to make sure I was negative. And um, being in the house with him for two months while he tested positive and I was his caregiver, all, all my tests and we went to different places to get tested, but they all came back negative for me, positive for him. So we were just doing our usual tests, see if he's negative. And then he did come up negative and I came up positive. And I showed no symptoms at the time. And I didn't believe it. I was like, well, maybe they got our test mixed up. So I went and got retested again because I didn't want to believe it. And that came back positive. And like that day, I started having symptoms. And thank God my case has been a mild case. I didn't have any breathing issues, really. Um, 
I lost my sense of taste and smell. I had headaches, I had fatigue, I had muscle aches. But it seemed like it was something different every day. I had a lot of phlegm. I really didn't have that much coughing. Um, but you could like hear it in my voice, my sinuses were clogged. Um, never really had a fever or anything. And so it was just interesting. And then a week into um, my self-quarantine, the worst storm Texas, winter storm Texas has had happened. And I reside in North Texas in the Dallas area. And it has just been very interesting. So, you know, when quarantine happened back in March of 2020, I don't think any of us were prepared. And so since then I was like, you know, they're not gonna catch me slipping, right? I will never be without toilet paper or paper towels or wipes or anything ever again. So, you know, um, I've kind of created a stockpile for myself because it's just uh, me and my son. So I created a stockpile for it. And I was like, oh, gotta give me a deep freezer. So when a deep freezer came available like in November, got me a deep freezer, filled that up. Um, Cause I just had a feeling, I was like, something else is gonna happen. Like quarantine, like we're gonna be on a massive quarantine where like we can't leave out the house or something. So I was like, I just wanted to make sure, you know, we were covered. Honestly, I never thought uh, my son would have contracted COVID or that I would get COVID. And so I was thankful that I did have, you know, all the needed supplies. Um, I was grateful that, you know, during quarantine, I got, and got addicted to Bath and Body Works candles because I had more than enough candles and things like that. And I am originally from Chicago, Illinois. And so I know how to dress in the wintertime. I know how to behave when it's cold. I know how to keep the house warm when it's cold, you know, things like that. So that really did my upbringing, being a city girl in Chicago. It really did help me survive like those few days of not having electricity and then, um, just being able to, to get through, I, I really, honestly, for me and my son, I wasn't too concerned. I was like, I just got to be patient and wait it out and get through it. Um, I think the coldest it got in our place was 49 degrees. Um, but the hardest part for me was that's when my COVID um, symptoms really started to kick in. And I'm cold. I mean, I'm cold anyway. I'm always, have, I'm always walking around in layers of clothes anyway, but it just took it even to that next level of where I need like three and four and five layers of clothes on. But um, about Tuesday evening, our fire alarms, like our, our electricity would come on for like half an hour and then it would shut off for like 10 hours and then it would come back on and, you know, for another half hour and shut off for another 10 hours or whatever. And that one period of time when it was on, 
the fire alarms kept going off. And I'm like, what in the world is happening? And so I'm like, did I do something? Like I'm, I'm checking the stove, is, are the candles burning too much? Like what is going on? And something just like go outside. And I'm like, I go outside and four apartments down, the garage door is open and there is just water gushing out of the garage and out of the apartment off the balcony on the second floor. And I'm like, oh my gosh, so like, people are going pie and I'm like, what is going on? And, you know, have to be one of the maintenance guys. And he was like, yeah, um, the pipes are bursting. Those, those apartments were empty. And so, um, yeah, the pipes burst. So I'm going to turn off the water to the building. And I'm like, what? And you just were watching all this water gush out. And I'm like, yeah, I know to keep the sink the water dripping and you know all this all the sinks and the tubs and the showers and all that but I'm like yeah these apartments were empty and there was nobody in there and so I'm like okay so I'm like you know we got plenty of water like we were good um and so we kind of went inside and I tried to cook something while electricity was still on so we could eat something and then you know the power went back out that night and so Wednesday morning, I slept late. I was so warm in my bed. I had my layers of clothes on. I'm like, thank God for my Christmas onesies because they are thick and I had that on. And so I think I got up, I don't know what time it was, like 11 or 12 or something because I'm still sick from COVID. And so I'm like, I'm sleeping longer. And I wanted some water. And I was like, let me go in the garage and get some water. And I opened the door to my laundry room and there's nothing but water on the floor. And I'm like, what the world? And I opened the garage door and my garage door is open. And there's all this water gushing out from the ceiling. And I'm like, I was, I was just in shock. So I called my son, I told him to get some towels, like to get the water up in the laundry room. I grabbed my phone, I'm calling the front office, nobody's there, nobody's answering. I pull out my car, cause you know, all this water is coming down on my car and everything. And thankfully, um, coming from Chicago, I have been involved in floods before. Um, but we have basements up there, so our basement would get flooded every few years. And so I know when I store things, I store everything in plastic tubs, let nothing, cardboard or anything touch the ground. And so all my stuff was, like none of my stuff got damaged, thank God. But um, having to get in contact with maintenance so they can shut off the water and see where the water's coming from. And I'm thinking it's the sprinkler system. And they're like, no, we actually turned off the whole sprinkler system for the building last night because of what happened in the other two apartments. So it's not that. So then he went to the upstairs apartment and found out that it was their shower pipe burst or whatever. And so I was like, oh my gosh, I'm just glad like there was no damage. And I'm like, you know, I'm glad I know to sweep the water out as much as I can. And like, thankfully, everything, like within an hour or two, the water stopped and everything just drained out and like everything is fine on my end. And then that night,
the electricity came back on and it's been on ever since Wednesday night. So I was just so thankful. But, you know, I just wanted to make this podcast because I think a lot of people had this misconception about what was going on in Texas. And it is very scary, especially when you're sick like I was and actually having to get up and be in the cold and deal with the water and get all that stuff situated actually made my symptoms worse. So my voice sounds a little weird because I'm still sick. But just the misconception of what was going on in Texas at that time. Um, And like I said, being from Chicago helped me because I knew what certain things to do. Um, And I've survived power outages for days and heat waves in Chicago and just different things growing up. So I really wasn't worried or concerned from myself, but being very worried and concerned for people who have not been in those conditions before. Like I still have my winter boots. I've only lived in Texas for seven years, but I still have my, you know, winter boots. Um, I know how to deal with sub-zero temperatures, uh, blizzards, things like that. People who were born and raised here, they weren't, the state isn't prepared because that is not something that happens. the homes down here are not built for that type of weather. They're not built to withstand it because those types of weather conditions just don't normally happen. This was an abnormal situation. And so, you know, when I heard that people were on social media and they were saying things about Texans, I'm like, that was very unfair because for one, northern states, their homes were built for that type of weather. They know that type of weather is coming. They know the snow is coming. They know the cold is coming. Um, and in the southern states, your homes are built to you know withstand the heat of the summer. So you have bigger picture windows to let the heat escape you, you know, to let the air in, the airflow, things like that. Um, they don't have basements here, you know. They're because of the territories. And I think people need to understand that. So no, Texas was aware that weather was coming, but they were not prepared because they don't stockpile, right? So just for Chicago, for instance, um, they keep salt. <laughs> you know, they know winter is coming. You, they, they can't use salt on the streets here because everything is made of cement and salt deteriorates cement where you know as in northern states there's a lot of blacktop a lot of asphalt and so just to know these things because you know when I moved here I used to tease them too like I remember there was an ice storm my first Thanksgiving here and I was like like if this was Chicago if this was Illinois this would have been handled like what's wrong with y'all the whole shitty city shuts down for like two three days because y'all can't handle the ice but being here now and living here and understanding the geographical differences and just how people prepare for things um, I'm much more understanding of the situation And I feel for everyone. I honestly do. And so I just really wanted to share um, that we just need to 
be kinder to each other, to pray more for each other, that um, COVID is no joke. Please, people, wear your mask. I'm still not sure how I got it, how I contracted it. I mean, the week that I tested positive, I know I went to the hospital for a physical. I went grocery shopping. Um, I went to make bags for the homeless. And so um, none of those people have tested positive or have had symptoms that I've been around. Um, and that's the most kind of out I've been. I really do do my best to stay in the house, um, especially since my son was still testing positive. Um, I just kind of wanted to be careful about things. So um, COVID is not a joke. It is a real thing. Um, so please be careful. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. Be respectful of other people in their space, socially distance. Because um, trust me, nobody wants to truly be sick for weeks at a time and unable to do things, unable to see people and just be kind of bedridden for weeks at a time. And also, pray for Texas. Pray for the people that lost their lives due to hypothermia or the people who still don't have power are now the people who are going to have these high electric bills and these people who, you know, were trying to keep themselves warm in their car in their garage and died from carbon monoxide poisoning. I mean, None of this has been an easy situation. And I know like the weather is gonna change. The weather has changed here in Texas and it's gonna be 70 degrees this week. Texas has very bipolar weather, but I think as a country, we need to be more conscious of what is going on, just not when things happen. But I think this is a time for us all to wake up and just realize what's going on. Um, because until this, honestly, um, in Illinois, I wasn't looking at my electric bill. Moving to Texas made me because um, it's an annual thing, like you sign up for electricity and you can do it for like six months, a year, two years, whatever you plan you sign up for. But, you know, being in Texas, like I look at, I really look at the rate. <clears throat> Um, that I'm paying for my electricity and I, I got a fixed rate you know I'm like I'm on one of those plans where I don't pay for my electricity at night and so I never honestly I lived in Illinois 35 years <laughs> and I never really looked at um my electric bill and how much I was paying per kilowatt and everything like that. And so moving to Texas where they have this different, you know, you have the main suppliers of the electricity, but you have all these other companies that you can go through and you can change um, them. And it's so it, it made me pay more attention to how much I was paying per kilowatt. So we, we need to have our eyes open. I think these situations with COVID-19, the pandemic, with social injustice, and now with just dealing with the weather and our politicians. It, it's everything is happening now to open our eyes 
to awaken all of us to what we can do as individuals to affect change in a more positive way. So I just wanted to share that. I wanted to share my experience. Um, and for the people who I have shared with that I have COVID, that they have checked on me or bought us food or just um, text or called, I so appreciate you. Thank you. And um, that's been part of the reason why I haven't been keeping up with my podcast episodes. I do have some that are going to drop soon when I'm feeling better and <laughs> um, really take time to have the energy to sit up and edit and things like that. So please, everyone, just be careful out there. Um, please educate yourselves on things. Please pray for the state of Texas and everybody that has been affected by COVID and um, these weather winter storms. Until next time, well, I appreciate you for listening to 7 Figure Girl Podcast, and we will get back to our regularly scheduled programming very soon. Thanks. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to the 7 Figure Girls Podcast. To learn more about 7 Figure Girls or 7FG, check out our website at 7figuregirls.com. Please subscribe, share, and rate us anywhere where you can listen to your podcast. Until next time, cherish her, embrace her, honor her, and always crown her.